check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Still going, I don't know. All right. Yeah. All right, we in. Let's get it. Okay. Get like that. All right, let's. All right, we good. Let's we drop. Good. Yeah, drop the beat. Let's go. All right, good evening, good evening, good evening. It's Tuesday, Mamba Day, 824. It's time for the number one sports podcast in the world. It's time for sports for you on a Tuesday. Live on Facebook and YouTube. I'm John. It's Nick Freeze. What it do? And it's Mark back in the building, y'all. Let's go. Squad is back. Yes, sir. And, of course, working the sounds of the power father himself, Mr. Ben Reddy. Make sure you hit that like and that share button on Facebook and YouTube. Always follow us on socials, Sports Review Podcast, Townhouse Media Now. If you listen on the digital side, download Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Verbal. Not to get into tonight as it is, as I stated the opening this show, it's Mamba Day and the squad is back and wouldn't be any different but to have us all together on this day as we celebrate still and always will remember the great Kobe Bean Bryant definitely as we're going to open up yesterday was Kobe's would have been Kobe's 43rd birthday crazy and of course today Mamba Day here in LA was Mamba Day here in LA here where here in the city of Los Angeles, which the city of LA deemed Kobe Bryant Day. Still feels weird that Kobe's not here. Shout out to Kenzie. Happy 824 to everyone in the comments. Like I said, still feel weird Kobe's not here. It's already been over a year and a half since the events of January 26, 2020. But like I said, we're gonna celebrate. We're not gonna there's not gonna be nothing sad. We're not gonna be mopey. We're gonna Remember Kobe for for the legend that he was, is is forever. As I said in the movie The Sandlot, heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Facts. And though Kobe Bryant isn't here in the physical, he's still here in the spiritual. His legacy. You go over social media. It was eight twenty four yesterday, today, and every day. If you are a disciple of the Mamba mentality. So let's just start off with remembering Kobe. Um, this isn't the first episode we've had where we remember them, but I want to start with I heard today on the radio they played the final three minutes of his last game, and I still get chills listening to what was going on in the Staples Center that night. Packed house for a 17-win team, but a legend was, saying, was having his final curtain call. and You had everyone there from Snoop, Jay-Z, Kanye, Jack Nicholson, the weekend, 
all of Kobe's former teammates, whether it was Shaq, Derek Fisher, Robert Ory, Horace Grant, Lamar Odom, they was all in the building. Gary Payton showed up. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that game it started off pretty rough, but it ended up being an, a, a classic that you can tell your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, April 16th was the day that we heard Mamba out, but Mamba went out with 60. 60. That's crazy. Now, like my man, Kenzie, SoCal King, said, I still feel like he's going to walk out of that fire. Harry and Gigi saying we're both okay, but definitely gone way too soon. Still feels weird. And obviously, we always remember Gigi. We always remember those uh, those seven other passengers, the Antibellis, the Chesters, Christina Mauser, Ari Zorban. We we gonna say their names forever, and they gonna their lives and legacies will live on forever. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to that last game, man, and we'll talk about some of our favorite Kobe moments as we get into the show. That sixty point game, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that. And I was listening to radio on the way here, and this is a question I might ask you guys. Kobe's 60-point game is probably something we'll probably never see. Who do you think would be capable of pull, pulling off something closer to, close to that in their in their walk-off game, like done? Like, there's really only two guys left who who legacies are still, you know, going, and that's Brady and LeBron. But is there anyone you can see that can walk off the way Kobe, not getting the 60, but have one of those memorable moments like, man, I was there to witness this. I saw that. I lived to see that. Um, LeBron most definitely. I think he has a um, he could do something like that. LeBron could have like a crazy triple double his last game or something like that. Um, I can also see. I can actually see Kevin Durant as his final game having some type of crazy scoring output for his uh final game. Um, I can see Westbrook having some type of crazy game uh game for his last game. Um, it's it's a it's a few that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy, but um, only one other person has had the impact the way Kobe has, um, and that's pretty much LeBron. So as far as like being at that level, I think um his his final game will have some type of crazy impact. LeBron's final season will have a crazy impact. It's gonna be the same thing as Kobe's. Um, uh, it's gonna be that final tour, and everybody's gonna be everybody's in the league gonna be giving LeBron his final props and everything for his uh, last year. Uh, the same way they did for Kobe. And, um, you know, for players at that uh, caliber, it's dope to see that because, you know, throughout their career, those players, you know, they saw a lot of criticism, a lot of unnecessary hate. And, you know, I was one of those put, uh, people, you know, they used to go um, back and forth about Kobe, but I always gave him his props at the end of the day. You, go, you can only say so much about somebody that's great. Right. You know, whether you like the team they play for or whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, so you can only deny greatness for so long. Uh, for me, I think uh, I agree with Nick. I think LeBron uh, might go out crazy, <clears throat> but for sure Durant. I think Durant might already have it planned in his head this last game. I'm, I'm getting up seventy shots and, and let the and let the chips fall wherever they might. James Harden too. I can see James Harden yeah. doing something. Well, he yeah. he does that already. What about Steph? Um, I think go for like thir- go for like. 23s or trying to go from like trying to make like 23s in a game or something. Um, I can see that happening, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest, you know, um, with the way uh Steph's game is, you know, you never you never lose your shot, 
Never, right. ever, ever, right. ever right. lose your shot. Right. You never right. lose your shot. But I can see Steph um, towards the end of his career transitioning uh, as far as the way, like a Ray Allen type of uh, thing. If if he ever fall like if, if he ever falls to the point where you know his uh, his shot he doesn't get the shot as consistently as he used to, like the way Ray Allen did. Mm-hmm. Wow. If he gets to that point, I can see him doing something like that as his last game. He's just so, I'm gonna just throw up every like you said throw up every three pointer I can. So Steph so Steph's gonna be playing with the best player in the world as a six man. <laughs> I think that uh. Like a, because that's what Ray Allen did. He joined LeBron, and he become being the sixth man. I think with Steph, I don't think it's going to be his last game. I think it's going to be the entire season. Oh, Steph's definitely going to have a retirement tour. <coughs> yeah. He has to. He changed, I, he changed the game. I think he. I think his season, his last season is going to be crazy. What yeah. about if he go over to football? Brady have, like, a game where he throws for, like, seven touchdowns or something. I, I, I mean, I, he hasn't done that to this point. So that would be a surprise to everybody. I, I, I do believe uh, this is, might be his last two years. I think one of these last two years, you might get a 2007 type of Brady again. I wouldn't shock me if that happens next year. It might not, might happen this year, depending on not a. <clears throat> you have a training camp with all these guys. Everybody's return. They're the first team since the 70s Raiders to bring back all 22 starters off a of Super Bowl winning team. Man, I think this year is going to be crazy. We're definitely going to talk about some more football. But um, what was your favorite Kobe moment? Of, like, okay. Your favorite Kobe game and then your favorite Kobe moment. My favorite Kobe game, obviously, to me, is 81. I can talk about the 60 and three quarters. I can talk about when that game against Portland in 07 when him and LaMarcus Aldridge were just going back and forth, and he had, like, 67. But the 81, man. And uh, then the trip was, I wasn't home to watch it. I remember my boy Jared text me, like, yo, Kobe's going for 81 right now. And I'm like, get out of here. I'm at home. I'm working. I'm like, and I get home. And I see it all over Sports Center. Stuart Scott, the late great Stuart Scott, calling the highlights. Rest in peace to him too. Another great man. That's crazy. Stuart Scott called those highlights, and and the, the trip was people forget about the eighty one. They needed the eighty one for Kobe to, for the Lakers to win that game because they really did. Because Toronto had the worst defense in the NBA that year. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. My favorite, my favorite Kobe game. Never got Sam. By the way, Sam Mitchell never got hired after that. My favorite, well, Minnesota, but I don't count. My favorite uh, Kobe game and moment is the same game, and I said it last year when we had this conversation, uh, the finals, game seven, when Kobe went uh, four for 24, four for 25. But, every, but everything else he did on the court made a, made a difference in that championship. Like, to me, of course, we all know Kobe can score, but for me it's always you can do other things. Exactly. Well, you know, when you have something great, we know you can do it, but when, when, when that's struggling – can you help still help the team win? And, and Kobe did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it is that game. It's not even the 81 against Toronto. The other game against Toronto where Kobe is – Oh, he in, went crazy. 2013. I know, look, where I know exactly look, the game you're talking going, about. Going into the fourth quarter, Kobe had five, fa- I mean, had five fouls. I'm saying to myself, Kobe's going to foul out this game and they're going to lose. <laughs> and at this point, I think Toronto was up by like – Twelve. It was it was they was about double digits going into the fourth quarter. And Kobe did not have a good game going up to that game. Up he to that fourth. Sure did not. He, he not have. A, he had a horrible game up to that point. But somehow, somehow, some way, all of a sudden, I seen Kobe make a three pointer, and I was like, uh oh. It was like halfway through the fourth quarter. It was like the, um, it was like the game was like was just moving slow, and all of a sudden it was like it was to the point nobody was scoring. It was like a minute, like two minutes or something, where it was like one bucket had been scored. 
And throughout that process, I'm like, I see Kobe hit that three pointer. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, he, I'm like, hold on. This was, this is, this, this was something different. Because he hit the three pointer, and all of a sudden you can see it in his face. He was like, I got the shot I needed. I'm like, oh man. Then all of a sudden, he made another one. He made another one. And I'm like, oh man. Then Rudy Gay ended up sc- um, scoring. And then, I'm like, all right, cool. And then, then Kobe then, had to catch and shoot. He had one of the craziest shots I've ever seen. He literally did, like, it was like a spin with, like, literally three people guarding him, and he made it. Then he did the same exact thing. Made the most difficult shots ever. The next possession, he made, he scored, like, 12 points in a row out of nowhere. I always say Kobe is the the best uh, bad shot maker. He is. He is. And that that most definitely was one. It was a couple of those. Um, well, I don't know. He might be the second best after some of these shots I seen Steph throw up. But uh, nothing. But those that those shots I seen was ridiculous. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm watching, and I'm seeing everything. I'm like, Toronto's about to lose. Yeah, I got a favorite Kobe play. To me, my favorite Kobe play is not even him scoring. I think it's the one that that started the dynasty. Kobe the lob to Shaq. I just remember that. Oh, against Portland. Game game seven. seven. I just think about that was the birth of the dynasty right there. They were down 20 points in game seven. They rallied back. And then the play that just was the exclamation point, he crosses over Scotty, throws a lob. He had to throw it. He threw it. It looked like a bad pass. And then Shaq, it was was. And Shaq somehow. Shaq being Shaq. One hand. Figured it out. Um, for me, and it's funny because I just posted on the story. I don't know if it's my favorite Kobe play, but it's one of them when uh, they was playing Boston when Shaq was in Boston. Oh my! And God. he got the and one on Shaq, and then looked at him. Is there a problem? That was funny. <laughs> that, that's that's one of them for sure for me. Um, my, I'm not thinking of a favorite Kobe play. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, it has to be one of his dunks. It's is mm. it, it had Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Dwight. Yeah. Dwight. The Whites was crazy. The Whites was crazy. Okafor. That, 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 that was crazy. Too. I, you know something? It might be Okafor. That might have been that might have been one of the craziest dunks I've seen Kobe do because I wasn't even expecting Kobe. That was that was twenty four Kobe. That was that yeah, was twenty four Kobe. That wasn't that wasn't eight. Yeah, that was and, he, and it looked like number eight Kobe when he did that dunk. That was crazy. And Kobe said that he he, he had a few more of those still left in the arsenal. He just had to know. I don't know. You know something? You know what other dunk was crazy too? Which one? That um, was it? Uh, who was it? The uh, who was all up over there? Um, at Portland, that was when he um, it was like Gerald Wallace and um, shout out to Gerald Wallace. Yeah, shout out to Gerald Wallace. It was a couple other people, and he dunked on like three people. It was crazy. It, it, it wasn't. It was like you said. It was twenty four Kobe. So seeing a couple of those flashback Kobe dunks when he, he was number twenty four was was really dope to see. Yeah. So those were some of my favorite moments, and again. We're going to remember Mamba forever. Mamba out, but not forgotten. That's always. Yeah. So um, let's talk about some other news stories in the news. Obviously, and I brought this up with you guys yesterday in our chat, and I thought we could have a conversation with a little nuance on, over it. Yeah. Um, The Shikari Richardson situation happened the other day. She was in a – she was competing in, a, in a, an event – she finished last, uh-huh. and then she went on the mic and basically ethered any all her critics. She's been taking a lot of criticism because people are like, how are you going to talk bleep? Mm-hmm. And you 
finished dead last. Well, she's not going to win every race. No, she's not going to come last in every race either. And and like she tweeted, there's only there's only one place to go. You can't finish no worse than ninth. There's only way. There's only one way to go. There's only one way to go from there, and that's up. And and she knows that. So I mean, I get the criticism because you know when when you when you put yourself in, in certain areas, and you talk mess. And and it don't work out a certain way, you know. You go, you'll get the criticism. But like I said, I'm I'm not here to to, to talk about about that. No. Nah. Um, we've seen, you know, my favorite player is Jason Kidd. I seen many times where he messed up. I think Jordan is the greatest. I seen many times where he messed up. We just talked about yeah. Kobe. Come in, come in. Yeah. So that's, on. What, that's what I'm saying. Like to yeah. me, it's like you know that that woman's still great. You know what I'm saying? And it's not making no excuses for her finishing last, but that woman's still great, man. And she got greatness to come. So. Yeah, and if you if you paid attention to the race and you know people who know track, she had a very, very, very horrible takeoff. Right, it was horrible. I knew she wasn't gonna win when she took off. I wouldn't expect her to be last, but I knew she wasn't gonna win that race. I I knew, I knew that she wasn't even gonna be top three. I knew that for sure because the the takeoff she did was horrible. So you know it happens like that sometimes. I think this is this her first race since um everything happened. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, she, oh man, she'll be all right. She'll yeah. end up being first for the next. Four or five races, people forget all about this race. And then people are getting upset because, you know, she did the whole TikTok video where she was lip syncing the Nicki Minaj interview and she was like, yeah, game time, beep, um, BB words. I'm like, come on, dude. Are we so, really are we really upset? Over, we're going to get upset over TikTok now? Be better. Be better. What, 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 what people seem to get upset over anything nowadays. They really do. I mean, be yeah. better. Be better, people, please. Pretty much. Um, But I know someone who should who could be upset is this young lady in the Trevor Bauer situation. So over the weekend, so it came down that um, the judge ruled last Thursday not to grant this young lady, whose name has not been made public, that she cannot have a permanent restraining order against Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer. Uh-oh. And, Uh-oh. And, and now, now that doesn't mean Trevor Bauer is, is cleared or anything. They're still... The Pasadena Police Department is still doing their criminal investigation. And MLB is still doing their investigation. He's still on administrative leave. But they granted that there was nothing there that could force the judge to say that this was that she can have a permanent restraining order. You add the fact that there was another lady, young lady in Cleveland, who talked to the Washington Post about three weeks ago, alleging that the same type of behavior. Mm-hmm. So I said this now. I said it then. I knew Trevor, Trevor Bauer is not going to play in the MLB this year. He's definitely not going to play ever again for the Dodgers. No. Nah. The question is, and obviously we're anti-council culture here, does he ever play in MLB again? Um, This is this is all I got to say about that. Um, The the whole uh, restraining order thing. Right. Uh, For that situation alone, that situation didn't – didn't hurt him and it didn't help her. You know, that you know, that looks that's kinda that's kinda like, wait a second. You know, when the when the judge you know, we usually when usually in a case like this you think the judge would do more, you know, to help <clears throat> excuse me, as far as like the uh the victim um in the um in the situation. And and, he, and you get and him with for, this. For, for information also mm-hmm. they he was gonna plead the fifth. So he never testified. Oh. Yeah, she won't get in that regardless. Um so, I don't know. I don't think he's the whole. Will he uh, not play again in the MLB? I don't know yet. Um, 
it's all, I think it's all according to how this case uh, keeps developing, in my opinion. As far as the Dodgers, he's done with the Dodgers. Yeah, he's not, yeah that, so, that's a wrap. Yeah, so he should be worried about more so from, from his, for his side. He should be worried more so about let me uh, let me know, let me do what I got to do to make sure I beat this case or whatever to make sure I can play next year, be available to play next year. Then you have to worry about, um, excuse me, will teams be able to um, – because there's going to be a team that's willing to take a chance. Of course. Oh, of course. There's all going to be a team. It's going to be takes, not no, just one. It's going to no, be, it's mul- a, it'll like be said, multiple it teams. It only takes one. It's for sure going to be the Astros. And sometimes you only take a team accepting you. Sometimes it's take one team accepting you for a workout. It's for sure going to be the Astros. Yeah, because yeah, obviously they, they um took on Roberto Osuna after his you know domestic violence situation. Yeah, that was that's crazy. That was yeah. We yeah. can say that for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they and I don't like talking about him either. Yeah, they took on the Roberto Osuna. I mean, so we, I mean, the Cubs. They they, they took on um, Rhoda Chapman after he you know shot his gun in the house while his wife was upstairs with it with her with their infant child. Was uh the the Roberto Osuna's uh, final story come out yet or did? I mean, I think it's pretty much out there. And they knew what, and they knew what it was. So it's not. Oh, they didn't have enough. They can't say they didn't have enough information. Oh, this is ridiculous. They can't say they didn't have enough information. It was out there. Yeah. Because nobody was was going near Roberto Ozuna. Nah. Period. Nah, not a soul. Uh, apparently, you know, in Texas, they don't care. Yeah. That. I mean, I guess they say every, they do everything different in Texas. Um. I thought you said that's the um, statement about Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Nah, I'm not saying that. Get out of here with that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, gentlemen, another thing we can talk about is we are glad again that Mark's back in the building, man. Most definitely. Yeah. So, as we as we're talking about here on Mamba Day, um, we're gonna talk later on about the whole NFL Top 100, but I need to just go ahead and address. The, the whole situation with Deshaun Watson because he did make the list. He was ranked 18th, and the video was just odd because obviously they I think they they showed the 19th and they saw some about practice and they went right to Deshaun Watson, and then the person who was doing the narrative said we don't know what Deshaun Watson's future is going to be, and they just basically showed a couple highlights and obviously we don't know where he's going to be on the field. It was it was an awkward video. It was just it was worse than. When they had Adrian Peterson on the list after the whole situation with his child abuse case, it just like uh, it was either like, dude, they could have came out with a better statement than that. Like, due to Deshaun Watson's situation, we will not he will not be discussed. He is ranked 18. We're moving on to number 17. But they came on with this. That's that's NFL for you. Mm-hmm. I, it's not NFL. This was NFL films. Same, same, same. <laughs> under, under the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that, but um, gentlemen, let's talk some NBA. Let's talk some little NBA. Let's talk a little NBA. Um, schedule is out. NBA the official go on the NBA. dot com and, and check out you, where your team, who your team is going to be playing this year. So we can talk about. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot about opening night. We're going to talk a lot about. I mean, opening week. And definitely, we'll talk about um the the marquee games. So um, we gonna get so we gonna get started there. So let's talk a little bit um, talk a little bit op- a little bit there. So um, opening night of the NBA season, 
we're gonna have obviously ring night mm-hmm. between the uh Milwaukee. Milwaukee Bucks, who will be hanging their first championship banner in fifty years. Fifty years. And they will be hosting the team they eliminated in the second round of the Eastern Conference semifinals, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, that that will be followed by a rematch of the playing tournament between the Golden State Warriors and the new look Los Angeles Lakers as Russell Westbrook makes his debut in purple and gold. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, for those who are wondering about Clay Thompson, they are reporting he won't be back until Christmas, and we'll get to the Christmas schedule in a minute. Um, Wednesday night on ESPN, we got Celtics Knicks followed by Nut Nuggets. <laughs> The word wasn't going. It was going. I had to make sure. I tried to say the word properly before I said something else. Nuggets versus the Suns in a rematch of that series. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. JD Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. Thursday. Jesus. <laughs> that wasn't going to go good no matter what I said. <laughs> no, I pretty much know that. We got Luca versus Trey. What's this like there? I don't know the number. They need to put a number on this matchup, right? Uh, that should be. This uh, like, how, how many years have been in the league for? Four. So what? This is I'm like, probably like their eighth matchup, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so seven, seven, eight, eight. eight. So Mavericks versus the Hawks. Followed by Nick Freezes Clippers versus the Warriors. That's on TNT. You might get dusted. Then Friday night, concluding opening week, we have the Nets versus the Sixers, followed by a rematch between the Suns and the Lakers. Yeah, y'all gonna dust them too. Yeah, so that's how the opening week schedule. Anything stand out on opening week? Um, we're gonna see a uh uh maybe we might see a healthy uh. Uh, Nets versus Milwaukee. That's the only thing I can think of so far. Um, it'll be dope to see. Um, I want to see that healthy Sun, healthy Lakers and Suns. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that as well. I that, do. Like, those are the two so far that stand out to me. Yeah, I, I want to see a healthy Lakers versus the Suns because I still think we would have defeated them dudes in the first. Defeated them dudes in the uh, first round. Ain't no y'all would have most definitely would have beat them. Yeah, because those dudes really just don't deserve to be they. Um, Okay, man. You're trying not to get it trying went, to get it, trying not to trying not to get my bias. History history went their way. That's it, the way it is. Yeah, pretty much. That's just the way. It, that's the way it goes. Sometimes you need a little luck to go on the run. Sometimes and that luck ran out. So I'm trying. So I'm gonna um, give you guys the Christmas Day schedule. So I'm get it. But um, I can tell you the main game we all know that everyone's talking about for Christmas is going to be Lakers versus the Nets. Wait, yeah. I'd have thought about something. You What's said up? you said the Knicks versus Boston. Yeah, that's gonna be the that's their that's the Wednesday night game on ESPN. Ain't Kemba up over there in New York? That's right, Kemba's the Kemba revenge game. And he's from New York. That's right. 
Playing his first game as in, playing the first game, his first career game as a Nick is in the Garden. That's gonna be dope for him. Yeah, that is from the Bron- I think it's from Queens or the Bronx. Yeah, they, yeah. I, you know something? Yeah, that's one of the games. So I'm, I'm, be, I'm gonna watch that game too because they're they. Aaron Fournier, they traded, they got Kimball Walker, they re-signed D. Rose, re-signed Nerlens Noel, they gave an extension to Julius Randle, re-signed Todd Gibson. We'll talk about Nerlens Noel later. Yeah, he's definitely not going to like this. He's definitely not going to like his name later. Um, Christmas Day. Okay. So we have Trey returning to the Garden against the Knicks. He's going to smoke them. Followed by Celtics, Milwaukee, in Milwaukee. Wait, is uh will Jalen Brown be able to play? No, I think he might still be out, huh? Oh well, it's, well, I think he'll be. Able, I think he 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 probably be back. Well, this is his hand, so he should be all right. If yeah. It was like, if it was like his uh, like a leg injury, or something. Nah, he'll he'll be back. Yeah. He might be back open tonight, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, and he did him bad during the uh, playoffs. Um, Warrior Suns, which could be Clay's first game back. For Warrior Suns. Hmm. Yeah, that's in Phoenix. In Phoenix, that might be an interesting game. And then I just, as I stated, Chris, Nets Lakers. Chris Paul versus uh, Steph Curry is usually interesting. Nets Lakers. Okay. That, now that's the game. And then in the nightcap is going to be Mavericks versus the the Jazz. So what? That's the night game. Yes. Where the where the Nick, where the Nets playing the Lakers at? Staples. That should have been a night game. I was gonna say how the West not the night game. I guess maybe I ain't gonna watch. I don't want to watch nothing after that game. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe maybe I don't know. That's it's, crazy. What the 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 uh, what the option of watching uh, Luca versus Donovan Mitchell is more interesting than Kevin Durant versus LeBron? I, I, I'm gonna be honest I, with you. I guess that's what I'm it gonna is. call it now. Even if all teams are healthy, everybody not gonna play. Nah, nah. I don't think so. I think they go save all that as much as they can for the finals. I don't know. I think the, the Lakers Nets might be a little bit different. Okay, you, the MLK games they're actually gonna be better this year. Thank God. Oh man, they were trash last year. Man. So we got we got. There we go. Go ahead, drop that. There's, there's, there's our soundtrack. Bulls versus the Grizzlies. That's going to be a good game. John Moran versus Zach Levine? Or Lonzo? Yeah. How about, you know, every game they're going to have, they always have to have a game in Atlanta. Obviously, oh, rever, rever, remember Dr. King. It's the Bucks versus the Hawks in a rematch of the oh. Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, I don't want to watch that one. I was about to say something that was unnecessary. Man. And then, um,. I think there's one more game. I'm trying. To, if I'm not mistaken, the Lakers are playing on MLK Day too. I won't be surprised. LeBron always matter fact, play, play that day. Because I'm not mistaken, I think we're playing the Jazz that day. That's at Staples Center. But that's not those two games are on NBA. The Lakers, the two games I just read, they're going to be on NBA. They're going to be on TNT, and then the Lakers Jazz are going to be on NBA TV. So I think that's yeah. So but. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good schedule. Kenzie said, "I got a football question." It's a, okay. So uh, how okay. how come? Okay, go ahead, click, click on that last one. So our boys, Kenzie, aka SoCal King, has a question. I got real quick. How come they the only? How well, come they, they only team once every four years? Uh, oh, because uh, uh, what happens with that is they have a like I, I forgot when they first set this up, but basically they're trying to have it set up so that each division. Plays basically so every team plays every team right every every couple of years because the way it used to be was a team may not play another team for like ten years or something like that. So the thing was when they did that, you know, they they the NFL saw that 
there's a lot of talent in literally in every single um every single team. So for example, let's say like the uh, the Saints are, um, were uh, when the Saints were good uh, with uh, Drew Brees and or whatever, you know, and there's opportunity for them to play another good AFC team. Let's say for example, like a um like the Chiefs, and you know. Throughout the whole time, both these teams are good. They never play against each other. You know, that's you know that's a loss for football fans. So that's how they made up for that. Yeah, so what they did was just say, uh, like, me as a Bills fan, we play each uh, NFC division right. uh, once every four years. So, mm-hmm. like, this year we play the uh, NFC South. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So we won't play them again for four years. Then, like, every team we play in Buffalo this year – We'll play in at their home four years later. So yeah. they switch it up like that. So yeah, so those are some of the national games. Um obviously it's gonna be a, I'm just glad to have the NBA. They're gonna be back at the full eighty two games, which is gonna be good. So season starts in October, we'll be ready to roll. Um here's some of the national games we're gonna see Sound on um No no those was last year, I'm sorry. So let's go ahead. I wanna Sound get to board. Let's go to another um, topic, and that's what's going on in the in college sports and college football. Well, college sports in general. Today, it was announced that an alliance has been announced mm. between the Pac-12, mm-hmm. the Big Ten, and the ACC. That's now. That's crazy. Adding the ACC to that. We thought because that was. Cr- that that's crazy because I thought we, we all thought it was just going to be the Pac-12 and the Big Ten because obviously we know the the Big Twelve, I mean and the Big Twelve because we all know mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC in if they they're trying to try to get there be, by next year but they'll be there by 2025. No, but more there's going to be more money. There's going to be more money. There's going to be more money and there's going to be a crazy little mix of talent. That's gonna be going on with this because you know there's a lot of good teams. They just need in each to, one. They just need to go ahead and make two major conferences. I think, and that's where I want to get to. I think this is finna, we're finna see the death of the of the NCAA. Mm-hmm. I really think we're finna see the death. And I heard Kirk Herbstreit. He was on a Pat McAfee show about a couple a few days ago. Basically, he, and you know he pretty much was is tied to to anything in college college sports. So um, he basically this could be basically the end of the NCAA. So we get these super conferences where we already have Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. Now you're going to have the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC merging or doing or having some type of alliance where they're competing against each other cont- competitively. What's up? I have a question. What's that? So when the SEC was adding all these teams, it was it, it was it was no problem. It was Texas at when they added a Missouri. You know that that was no problem. But you know now that. These other teams are on um, the conference trying to merge. All of a sudden, it's the death of the um, NCAA. Well, NCAA screwed this up when they when they when they dropped the hammer on on USC. Let's just be real. Yeah, this it, and this all could have been eliminated many ways. I'm, let me, let me it, was, it was it was way before that, but but let me I, say I, this. I get what USC, he's saying. USC did that to themselves, though. Yeah, but it Mike Garrett. That part I agree because I thought Mike Garrett handled it. Handled the situation wrong, basically mm-hmm. telling the the NCAA 
F you, I'm Mike Garrett. I'm a Heisman Trophy winner from USC. I'm not telling you bleep. Oh, yeah, he's an idiot. And and all those old white men sat in front of him was like, this Negro. <laughs> I mean, like, this Negro. They probably said something else, but we go keep it clean. I, we probably think, like. They probably said what Hulk Hogan said. It's, it's, yeah. The show's over with. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this N-word going to come in here and tell us who, who he is? Okay. Yeah, this, this is what to happen right now. You see, that, then that was the difference because the SEC teams that was cheating. Well, yeah. Uh, well, said, yeah, we did it, but we're going to uh, give self-inflicted, you know, whatever it is. We lose scholarships. And CWA was like, okay, cool. You admitted it. USC was just a, you know, yeah, Cam, arrogance. I mean, I mean, Cam Newton's dad got a church. That was the rumor when he was supposed to go. Reggie Bush's dad got a lot, too. His Reggie Bush's dad got a His parents got a house. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he wanted. Because we'll talk. But they never talk about Matt Liner. Well, nah, of course not. I mean, but Matt Liner was. Are you kidding me? Or Mike Williams. What or uh, or Dwayne Jarrett and and um and Matt Liner was um was a fifth year uh senior, only taking uh ballroom dancing classes um his fifth year. Sure was. Are you kidding that me? That was the only class he had, and he played football just off that one class. Carson Palmer, Arturo Palomalu. Yep, all of them did that. I mean, come on! It was it was it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff going on at USC. <laughs> a uh, whole lot was going on at USC. You <laughs> just say Reggie Bush. Nah, it was it, USC knew Pete knew what he was because he got out of Dodge and took the job with Seattle. Because he Buster, remember? Nah, Pete, Pete was in it. He knew, but, no, he knew because remember he. <laughs> <laughs> First episode with Mark back. That's how it, that's how it goes. Huh? <laughs> nah, so so um. Because remember, he had a, he got offered a job the previous season by the Dolphins. The, he turned that job down. Nobody wanted the uh, Dolphins job around that time. The Dolphins were horrible. And then where was the Seahawks approached him, and they gave him, you know, Howard to have, you know, personnel control. And I remember my daughter's mom was asking me about this. She was like, because she was an SE fan like you, Nick. Mm-hmm. She was like, asking me, what's the Rooney rule? I was like, the Rooney rule is this rule in the NFL where teams have to at least interview one minority. Mm-hmm. Before they make their final hire, because she was at the at, at getting her hair done and the barber in there at her shop was saying that they saying that Pete Carroll's going to take the job of the Seahawks. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. We hear the word Rooney Rule, and you see them interview a black guy. That means Pete Carroll will get the job in the next 24 hours. And that day, who they interview? They interviewed Leslie Frazier. At that time, who was the? I think he was the defensive coordinator. A, a, a Tampa Bay at the time. Can I be devil's advocate? <laughs> did they really make the Did they really make the wrong decision? <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all gonna do? This? You know, y'all know Mark feels about Leslie no, Frazier. I, I didn't even say nothing. He did have, yeah. No, that was look. I know what you're saying. Let's just be real. Did they really make the wrong decision? Man, let's be real. We know they was hiring people from the jump, man. Even if they wouldn't, even if it been somebody else, would it really have been the, the wrong decision? Nah, this was. They have to interview a minority. Can it be like a left-hander? Oh, that's code. <laughs> that's a loophole. <laughs> so, so therefore, Pete Carroll got the job. Now he's in Seattle. But yeah, this is going to be the definite. Super Conference is about to be the definite NCAA. You know what really makes me mad about the whole uh, thing with USC? Besides the fact that that's my team, it happened to. What's that? How much the entire Pac-10 at that time benefited from that? They really because did. look, you got to think about it. Not even just us. A lot of other um, um, schools benefited from that because all of a sudden, 
USC doesn't have many scholarships no more. So guess what? These dudes got to play somewhere. All of a sudden, these these top recruits. All of a sudden, they they Oregon. They going to Oregon. They're going to UCLA. They're going to Tennessee because uh, Malik Jackson left from over there and went to Tennessee. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona all, State. All those schools benefited so much from the sanctions that USC got. Yeah. It was crazy. And it, and it lasted. And the thing about those sanctions is those things last years, even after um, the sanctions like um, are over with. Mm-hmm. That oh, isn't, yeah. that oh, isn't oh, just yeah. a – you recovered from that fast. No, like it was it was bad during that time. Yeah, you know, y'all never recovered. They never they didn't really recover. They took them a good five years to recover. Just just to get to the point where we can actually start getting these good recruits because it took us a while to convince these recruits not to go to UCLA or not to go to Oregon. That's crazy. Especially considering, you know, during the time Oregon benefited the most. They did, they blew up throughout the time that we was um yeah, pause. When we was uh when we wasn't working. Yeah. Chip Kelly just took advantage of the whole situation. Wow. Chip Kelly is garbage. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to to the NFL, gentlemen. As we getting ready to, to, to do our two a days. By the way, I can't um, say that. And we get, again, shout out to our guy Ben Fair last week. Yeah, the, shout out to Ben Fair, the sports shout veteran. Ben Fair. Sports veteran. By the way, uh, Ben Fair is talking a lot of ch- talking a lot of stuff in the in the, in our in our chat about his about his his skills in fantasy football. I'm like, all okay, right. yeah, all right, all right, man. I've heard it all. Okay, so let's talk about um I watched Hard Knocks. Yes, I watched the second episode of Hard Knocks. And I want to translate it to the NFL talk. Um obviously Cowboys are on Hard Knocks, but this episode featured a lot of CD Lamb. CD Lamb, of course, the second year receiver from Oklahoma who the Cowboys stole at the end of the first round. I really hated that pick too, because I didn't want him to go to the Cowboys. But um He's shown that he's looking like he's ready to take that next step as a go-to receiver. And he's been named on a lot of lists as one of those guys who's going to have a breakout year this year. I think he's been at the top of a lot of lists for, as for a breakout for breakout candidates. So when I think about, obviously, um, him, what I'm seeing from Hard Knocks with the Cowboys, obviously he's not been entertaining, but obviously – I think C.D. Lamb can be a great – he'll be a good receiver. But I still have just one question. Mm-hmm. How the heck have they not retired to number 88? Um, I can answer that question. Drew Pearson just went in the Hall of Fame. Michael Irvin's already in the Hall of Fame. Des Bryant is the all-time franchise leader in touchdowns. And now C.D. Lamb is going to wear the 88. Um, th- Are you kidding me? That's because in Jerry Jones' mind – Every good receiver that the Cowboys are supposed to have is supposed to wear that number. So I guess every good player should wear, should wear 21 too because they let Zeke wear 21. They don't retire numbers like the Raiders. The Raiders don't retire numbers either. That's the stupidest thing ever, man. I agree. I don't want to see no Bronco wearing seven. I don't want to see no Bronco wearing 30. I hate it when Brandon Lloyd wore 84. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, Brandon Lloyd wore 84. I don't want to see no cornerback wearing 24. I don't see no one wearing 20. Well, I, look, now that Atwater's in the Hall of Fame, I don't see no one wearing 27. I didn't even want no one to wear 27 either. Wearing 27 either, you know what I'm saying? I, I know Moshan Moreno wore it, but I don't want to see no one wearing 27. I was mad when, um, who was that that wore uh, 34, uh, the running back for us? That was, uh, he used to play for the Colts. Uh, time out, time out, time out. Oh, oh uh, Dominic uh, Rhodes. Yeah, he wore it. I, and I think, um, didn't Lamont Jordan, he wore it too, I think. Time out. Yes. Somebody wore 34 that wasn't named Vincent Bo Jackson for the Raiders? Yep. 
They actually allow people to still wear 34. Somebody wore 32 in Buffalo. That's oh my god! I can't believe that. Well, how, how would you feel if someone wore seventy eight? He was getting who? If someone else wore seventy who? Well, exactly. And what? And what team? In Buffalo. Oh, we, don't, we don't have seventy eight available. Exactly. Yeah, they're smart enough to retire. Exactly. That so. means retire your Hall of Famers numbers. That's why when I look at the Lakers. I mean, they they retire your numbers as soon as you go in the Hall of Fame. I yeah. Because number one, no one was going to wear eight after Kobe switched to twenty four. No, yeah. it was done for. Are they, they going to retire twenty three? They're going to have to. Yeah. I think they're gonna retire. They're gonna retire six too, because we're gonna get one more. That's crazy. All right. I think no matter what, um, the whole thing with LeBron is every team he's he's been on their jersey, the jersey's gonna be retired. They are uh, number six gonna be retired up over there in Miami. I'm pretty sure if it hasn't been already. It has to be. It has to be. There's no reason in the world anybody else should wear number six in in a Miami jersey. Twenty three in Cleveland should just be out the out the question. Yeah. Ever in life. Yeah. I don't understand why twenty three is out the question in Miami. Pat Roddy is insane for that. Well, number one, they, you know, they're the only team that retired Jordan's number. I know. They didn't have him on the team. Oh, Miami? Yeah. They're the, only, they're the only team that outside of Chicago that has Jordan's 23 retired. Yeah. I guess because, he, he, you know, he pretty much owned the Heat in the 90s, so I guess. <laughs> Man. He owned everybody in the 90s. Yeah. Well, he should have his jersey retired in all 30 states. Yeah, oh, arenas. <laughs> so we doing that's, a, that's what Skip Bailey said. No, I should wear twenty three in the NBA. Yeah, no that dude, that dude gets no gets no name, gets well, LeBron, no plug on the show. said it too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he should be. But I mean, he's made a case for it to be not being worn again ever again. Yeah, twenty three should, should just be locked up. So, gentlemen, that's let's it. let's recap the NFL top one hundred because Saturday they're gonna release the top ten. Are we doing this one again? Yeah, let's go to start. Let's start some more NFL films. Um, I'm gonna give you all the names. Some names notable on the. 40 to 31. Well, well actually, they're all these are very notable names. Yeah, that was, this is when a good player started getting called. Bradley Chubb went 40, my guy. So That's he's cool. the highest rated Bronco. Made his first first time on the list. That's dope. Kyler Murray jumped 51 spots from 90 to 30 to 39. For what? Wait, Kyler Murray 30 and Tredavious White 96? Yeah. And Derek Carr's not on the list? Yeah. We'll, we'll say that. Please, I'll say that for later. Um, but definitely, that, that'll definitely be to talk about next week. Um, Marlon Humphrey was – Jumped from 86 to 38. Yeah, another cornerback higher than Trey White. I don't agree. Darius Leonard jumped from 50 to 37. I think he should be higher than that. He's he's very good. Um, David Batiari, who we agree is probably the best left tackle in football. There's no probably he is. Jumped from 62 to 36. I don't know how he was 62 last year. He must have been hurt. Yeah, man, when he got hurt, when he didn't get hurt to the end of the season, though, but he was still. There's no reason in the world he should have been. Wait a minute, he got hurt at the end of this season, right? I believe so. There's yeah, because no, so, he didn't play in the playoffs. There's yeah. There's no, no so, reason in the world he should been no. No, that's ridiculous. Um, your boy Darren Waller jumped from 99 to 35. Chris he's, Jones, he's very good. Is the second ranked defensive tackle. He jumped from 52 to 34. We all know who number one is, and we'll see that. We'll see his name on Saturday. Um, Quinn Nelson was the highest rated O lineman. He jumped. He dropped from 33 to 20. He dropped from 29 to 33. Joey Bosa. Went up two spots from 34 to 32. Wait, wait, what? J- Joey Bosa, yes. Wasn't he hurt? Nah, well, some people say he's the best pass r- edge rusher in football. So, look. But I don't, I don't agree with that. So, he, he oh, my God. So, uh, Bakhtari, he gets a, a negative for being hurt, but not Joey Bosa. No, and Bakhtari is, is the number one player at his at his position on the online, so stop. And Jamal Adams dropped four spots from 27 to 30. One, if he could cover, he'd probably be a top ten player. Okay, here's tw- here's thirty through any of those names. Any of the names jump out from forty to thirty one. 
I yeah. saw you already had a reaction to Kyler Murray. Yeah, I don't think he should. He's very, very high on the list. What about you, Mark? Same thing. Kyler Murray. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Batiari one, I thought was a little. I thought that was hard. That we didn't have no, no O linemen in the top twenty. It's crazy. Yeah, then we have some very good offensive linemen in the league. That's that's yeah. that's actually a shame. But yeah, but the Kyler Murray one, I'm like, come on, man. So I don't, I don't look. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Kyler Murray, anyways. But I don't see. I don't see why he's ranked so high, like people think so highly of him. Is it because he reminds people of Russell Wilson? I guess I don't know. That's the only reason I can think of. And remember, this is a list voted on by the players. So I guess. All right, so thirty through twenty-one, we got Aaron Jones. He's up three. He's up three spots. Julio made a, a huge drop from twenty from eleven to twenty-nine. I mean, he was hurt. Devin White wasn't even on the list last year. He's twenty-eight. How in the world was he not on the list last year? That's crazy. Go was, ahead. was he hurt last year? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, was he hurt? Okay. Uh, why not? Well, obviously he wasn't hurt last year. They won the Super Bowl. Was he hurt in 2019? No. Okay. He wasn't hurt. DeForest Buckner. I'll tell you about DeForest Buckner was the number two defensive tackle. Duh. He's He was up 29 spots from 56 to 27. He's very good. Yeah, I don't know why the Niners didn't keep him. Um, Idiots. Nick, Nick Chubb up 20 spots from 46 to 26. Bobby Wagner dropped 12 spots from 13 to 25. I mean, I mean to me, he's to me he's the best middle linebacker in football, inside linebacker in football. But I, they have someone else. They have someone else ahead of him now. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Lamar. We, I, I think Devin White should be um, above him right now. Yeah, now yeah, because yeah, I'm well, yeah. I haven't got to another name on this list. So there's another he, linebacker. The other guy's most definitely not number one. Okay, so we got um, Lamar Jackson will not be the number one this year. He's dropped 24. Khalil Mack dropped four spots. From 20, 19 to twenty three, DK Metcalf jumped fifty nine spots from eighty nine to twenty two, and then Fred Warner jumped forty nine spots from seventy to twenty one. I see Nick. I'm just looking at Nick's face right now. He's are you? You're not the biggest Fred Warner fan, aren't you? It's not just that. I don't think he's better than Bobby Wagner. Or, I actually, don't either. Or uh, or uh, what's his name? Or Devin White? I don't think he's better than Devin. White. But a lot of people like they like um. A lot of everyone people, like, a lot of people like the 49ers defense too. 49ers defense is good, man. Very, very good. By the way, I think Fred Warner was the highest inside linebacker rank because now I'm looking at the list. So here we go. 20 he, through, he is. 20 through 11. Dalvin Cook is 20. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. JD Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. He was 21 last year. Buda Baker jumped from 97 to 19. Why? For what? Are you kidding me? Why? They said he's one of the best safeties in football. I guess. I guess he is the best safety football according to this list. Um, I said earlier, Deshaun Watson jumped from eighteen from twenty to eighteen. 
Mark, you're not going to – here we go again, man. Xavier Howard is 17. Xavier Howard is not even the best corner on his team. And he's – He's no, he was a, and by the way he's ranked he's the number two corner on this list. That's because he gets a lot of turnovers. He had ten interceptions. We he did. most definitely yeah, and he, and he had a lot last he gets he has a, he had a lot last year too. Mark said Mark Mark like, come on Mark. On, on, only because save, save he it. has Byron Jones on the other side. Save, save it before I finish the list. I know you I know you want to say something. Miles Garrett's number is the number two defensive end because is T J Watt T J Watt's a defensive end right? He's an edge rusher. Okay, so so Miles Garrett's number two. Edge rusher. He was 16. He was 80 last year. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill up seven spots from 15 to 22. Alvin Kamara up 28 spots from 42 to 14. Yeah, because he he's on my fantasy team the year before, not last year. Jalen Ramsey's number one cornerback. He was up 37 to 13. Russell Wilson dropped from number two to number 12. And Mark, your boy, Stephon Diggs jumped from 54 to 11. He should. He had a hell of a season. So now we move to the top ten that's going to come. Let's first off just recap that list. You said he get a lot of turnovers. Who? Xavier Howard. Yeah. He had, he led the NFL, NFL, NFL interception with ten with ten picks last year. What, what was that cornerback for the Cowboys? Uh, Terrence Williams. Terrence. Terrence Newman. Terrence, Terrence Newman. Newman. He led the league in interceptions too, and he was sorry. But go ahead. I'm just, go ahead. Uh, I like this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking Xavier Howard. Did no, he I'm have, not saying he's sorry. Did he have ten? saying, huh? Did he have ten? Yeah, I think he had 11. 11 or 12. He, he had a, a good interception year. Mark's point is we should not just look at interceptions when Trey White basically shuts down a, 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 when, one side when, of the whole – Especially when Byron Jones does the same thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's not even the best corner on his team. I like this. they don't throw over there. I like this. Go look at the contracts. Y'all see why the Dolphins gave Byron Jones the bag. He got routed up. One play. Oh, oh my. Whoo, man. That was crazy. It happens, though. And it's funny that you brought the contracts up because uh, – I, uh, I think Xavier Howard wants to get traded because he thinks he's um, outplayed his contract. Well, now he's not getting traded. So, these are guys who are going to be on the top ten. Okay. All right. And, the, and it's in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, Mark, your boy, Josh Allen. Number nine? No, he's no, saying this, in alphabetical this, order. Alphabetical order. No. They're, they're going to reveal this on Saturday. Tom Brady, Aaron Donald, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Patrick, uh, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, TJ Watt. Um, I think if they if if uh if they're not being biased, Aaron Rodgers should be number one. I think he's gonna be number one. Aaron Rodgers should be number one. Yeah, he should be number one. I think Aaron Donald should be number. Oh, Aaron Donald, I, Aaron Donald was three. Aaron Donald was three last year. Listen, we all know Aaron Donald's the best player in football, but they're not gonna they're not gonna give him. He's they're, gonna, not, they're not gonna give him the um the JJ watch for you. He'll be top five. This Aaron I'm, Donald should be one. So let's try yes, to Aaron like, Rodgers should be two. So I want you for guys like three years. So I'm, I I kind of have this like in, in my photograph memory who I think that this is gonna go, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. So uh-huh. I think TJ Watt's gonna be number ten because he's not. There's not Aaron Donald's gonna be the number one defensive player on this list. Period. Before we continue with TJ Watt, he didn't look that good after Bud Dupree got hurt. But go ahead and continue. Yeah, and Bud Dupree's now in Tennessee. Um. I think number nine is going to be – number nine is probably going to be Derrick Henry. I can see that. I think Derrick Henry might be number five. But <clears throat> I wouldn't be that, – that's where he should be, but I think they're going to have him around that range. Number eight, I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That's about right. Travis Kelsey be eight. Um, number seven, <sighs> um, I think it's going to be 
Devontae Adams. How they go have it, or is this what you think? This is, is what I think. This is your personal opinion. This is my personal opinion. Okay. Number six, Mark, I think it's going to be your boy, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So they get to the top five. Five is going to be Brady. Four is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Three is going to be Aaron Donald. Two is going to be Patrick Mahomes. One is going to be Aaron Rodgers. That's how I think. If they have Patrick Mahomes as number two. he's num- He was number four last year. I'm going to throw a freaking controller at my TV. <laughs> Why? No, not this year. You don't think Patrick Mahomes would be number two? I think he would be three. Okay, so who's two? Aaron Rodgers. Well, who, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be two, so who's going to be one? Aaron Donald. Okay. And Aaron Donald was one in 20 – remember, Aaron Donald was one in 2018. So, Oh, oh he got number one on uh, one year? Oh, good. The year the, the year the Rams got to the Super Bowl, he he was ranked number one. Okay, cool. Matter of fact, him and J.J. White, I think the only players that – only defensive players to ever be ranked number one on the list. So that is how I think the list goes. But we'll see Saturday and we'll recap it next week. And we'll also have the list of the ten players who missed the top 100. And if you're, and you might want to tune in because I know Nick's going to have a lot to say if Derek Carr is not one of those 10 players. Um, okay, gentlemen. Let's go ahead and get into our two a days. And we're going to start with the AFC. Here we go. So we'll start with the AFC West based off worst record to best record from last year. And I'm telling you now, being ready. Might as well. Cue up your superchargers and cue up that autumn wind. Please don't. <laughs> don't cue up nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not. Yeah. I don't want to hear any one of them, honestly. Okay. So, I'll start first with my Broncos. Because we were the worst team in the division last year. Had the ninth pick. Stop. Shut up. <laughs> Had the ninth pick in the draft. We dra- we took Patrick Sertain. And I know we're getting a lot of criticism because we didn't take Justin Fields. Because everyone's rea- overreacting to preseason, as they always do. Well, Patrick Sertain said... I'm going to overreact with this pick six, and I'm done for the rest of the preseason. Which he pretty much did. Say, okay, y'all, y'all want to have a second-string quarterback test my deep, test my, my cover skills? Yikes. I said second-string quarterback. QB. Yeah, we yeah, heard you say yeah. that. Stop. Yeah. Pause, man. Pause, man. All right, go ahead. And Sertain said, yeah, I'm going to take this pick six to the house. Son but I – but I, as far as our t- our squad, as y'all real real re- re- really back in, Um Obviously, the question is going to be who's going to be our quarterback. Is it going to be Teddy Bridgewater? Is it going to be Drew Locke? I think it's going to be Drew Locke for the first four games. Shut up, B. <laughs> and um, but I do think he's going to be. I think he do think he has a four game. He has a four game grace period. Who Drew Locke? I think if he's not, man, look. if he's not because. I'm saying this. Vic Fangio is coaching for his job, so that's why I said he's gonna have a four game. He's gonna have a four game grace period because if he is not producing in the first four games, I think they'll go to Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I personally think when it's all said and done, they're both all three of those guys will not be back next year. I think Vic Fangio's fired. I think Drew Locke why? is going because George Payton, our new GM, didn't hire him. John Elway mm. did. I think, and I think he hasn't done a bad job coaching over there. I mean. I mean, we, he has it. Just we have—he wasn't his hire, and we have—it wasn't his fault that we haven't figured out the quarterback situation. He's a defensive-minded coach, and our defense has been pretty good. Who's your offensive coordinator? Pat Shermer. 
So that's why I think Drew Locke's going to have a because now Drew Locke will finally be have the second. This is only like the first time in his career, period, whether it's high school, college, NFL, where he has the same OC for two straight seasons. Sound like Derek Carr. Go ahead. So, uh, so like I said I, I'm I'm going to give he's going to be on a short leash, but I think we'll hmm. see what happens. But um, obviously everything else. I love our running game. Javante Williams is going to be. A, a great running back, someone I'm about to keep my eye on when we do our fantasy draft. What about Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon's still the number one back, but, man, this kid, Javante Williams from North Carolina. By the way, why does it all seem like – North Carolina ball in North Carolina. A lot of, but why does it seem like North Carolina football players play better in the NFL? It's me. I mean, outside of Julius Peppers, I mean, outside of Julius Peppers, who we knew was a, was a baller in North Carolina. What about Hockey Mix? What injuries derailed him? He didn't have a bad year, a bad career. Injuries derailed Hakeem Nix. Overrated. Go ahead. He was a first round pick though. Um, Should he? Well, he went at the end of the first round because well, well, was right after this, the Giants won their won the Super Bowl. So he was. Did he go a whole year without catching the um, touchdown? It wouldn't shock me. He's he was because he wasn't really a red zone threat. Well, same thing about Julio Jones. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so and then um, our defense, like I said, Von, we just, we'll find, this is only going to be the second time we get Von Miller and Bradley Chubb on the field. Hopefully. As long as nothing catastrophic happened, like last year, Vaughn got hurt a week before the season started. I'm about to turn on Madden. And then Justin Simmons. We got, um, like I said, Sertain. Obviously, Kareem wait, Jackson's wait, back. Wait, 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 I just thought about what you just said. That They really think Buda Baker's better than Justin Simmons? Continue. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't going to say anything. I don't want to be. It's, it's I don't all want, off that play when he caught D.K. Metcalf. Yeah, D.K. Metcalf said, I'm. that's why. D.K. Metcalf said, yeah. I should have been ranked higher than you, but I digress. Um, so, what you what you predicting y'all y'all record to be? Realistically, seventeen games. I thought you were about to say seventeen and no. I was about to get up and walk off. No, I think, I think we can go nine and eight. I think if if we need some, <laughs> we need a little luck. But I think we'll some we'll be we can't go you can't go five hundred now because it's an odd number. So we have to either be eight and nine or nine and eight. But I still think that's not enough to, for Vic Fangio to keep his job because I think George Payton's going to bring in an offensive-minded coach and try to find his own quarterback. Mm. Got gotcha. you. Okay, let's move on to those L.A. Charger guys, those those Uh-oh. guys. All right. They had the offensive rookie of the year in Justin Herbert. Should have been another guy. I mean, it should have been the other Justin, but I digress. Yeah, it should have been the Justin in Minnesota. Oh, I thought it should have been Joe. I thought it would have been, been Joe had he not got hurt. But Justin, Justin. By the way, how did Jamar Chase pick? Look, I'm, 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 and again, that's why I tell people don't overreact the preseason. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's overreacting because Jam- really be. All the time, be just sitting there just plotting. <laughs> be just sitting there plotting, man. Go ahead, man. So I'm gonna say this. So I say this. Um, with um. Song. Why? <laughs> By the way, why is this song still being played in L? They're, they're not in San Diego no more. Cause nobody wanna make a new song for them. 
my God. Uh, see, yeah, you can't just say that again. Are we really? We, 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 you should have muted that. that song. <laughs> what? What is that, man? What? You should have muted that song. <laughs> he thought he said something else. I know what he thought he said. Man, don't even say it. I know. Say that will be after the show. Right. They, they had but, a, but, they had an office rookie of the year. Obviously, Austin Eckler got hurt, but he's back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. You lose Hunter Henry to the Patriots, but you signed Jared Cook. Their offense, but I thought their Big. best move was, you know, y'all got to throw. <laughs> look, look at the comments. Go ahead, go ahead, John. Oh, stop it. You got to throw – You got stop it, stop it, stop it, Ken. Stop it, man. No, no. No, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> All right, but huh? – I'll produce. I hear you, man. I'll produce. For, it's for the fans. The uh-huh. fans requesting it. Oh, great. Let's go, man. Okay, so we can get so we can get off this so so Ben can stop playing this. Yeah, so by not Corey Lindsley was probably their, their best offseason move. I don't know how the Packers let him go. But um, that and then obviously we're waiting to see if Derwin James can stay healthy. And um, – the addition of uh, Rashawn Slater was yes, a good pickup. That was a good draft pick. Yeah. I, 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 we called that one the night of the draft. I knew they were going to get some type of offensive lineman. Because there was no way you now have a franchise quarterback that you don't protect them. I mean, they did hire a defensive coach. But they, I'm saying, I saw this down first. Day. Everyone liked that they hired Joe Lombardi, who was the former um, OC or QB coach with the Saints. They think he'll. They think so he'll, they're, they're trusting. The, the guy whose job was to show Drew Brees how to play quarterback? Basically the dude who did the install. <laughs> <laughs> really think about that. Drew Brees' quarterback coach. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, well, where did Drew Brees start his career? There we go. <laughs> so, um, well, that's out of that. And then, obviously, they want to hope they hope Darren James stays healthy. But we'll see. Brandon Stanley's first-year coach, obviously, was defensive coordinator. The Rams He's a former linebacker coach with my Broncos and with the Bears. So, but he's a he has an offensive background, although he's a defensive coordinator. So we'll see. All right, man. We want to talk now about these Las Vegas Raiders. Go ahead and queue up that autumn win, Ben. Ready? We got that. We got the final autumn win. We got so Nick can go ahead and say what he got to say about his guys. But um, so as I turn over to Nick Freeze, we talk about the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they finished eight and eight last year. Oh, hold on, hold on. B, what you got your Chargers finishing? Yeah, that's right. Good point. Oh, yeah. It's uh, remember, it's 17 games. Remember, 17 games. So it's an odd, odd three, so, three and uh, 14. Oh. No, nah, that ain't happening this year. Ten, ten and seven. Can't go eight and eight. You can go. Yeah, no, you can't. It's not eight and eight. has gone now. You gotta go. You gotta either be eight and. He said, "Trust me." <laughs> they only That's get 16 at results. I ain't got no faith in some of that second team. Oh, yeah, that second team does look horrible. team look like San Diego Chargers out there. Yeah, they all look the same. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just sent it to the, to the telegram, B. What's that? Oh. So, no, Nick, so Nick kinda, oh, if Nick don't talk about his Raiders, he got it. They obviously they played it during Tom Flores' induction. So they About time. I can't believe it. Just put By the way, floors. did you see the news today? Cliff Branch. Cliff Branch been go- – how long has Cliff Branch been dead for? I don't know. They played. They called his sister today and made the announcement that he's going to be a finalist for the Hall of Fame. Oh, I want to hunt the phone up. And Dick Vermeil, the former Rams coach. The, the, the crybaby? Yeah, him. Get him up out of here. Go ahead. So, okay. Kenzie said 11-5. There y'all go. Okay, Please. Nick. Come on now. Let's talk about – 
your Raiders. Uh, Obviously, you're now f- f- fans in Vegas. Y'all only getting 16 games? And then, obviously, it's it's time for John Gruden to show that he's worth $100 million. Him and Mike Mayock, they're going to – they're tied together. And, obviously, y'all had a – you didn't like the draft pick because y'all took um, the lineman from – from Alabama, who y'all thought could have gotten maybe the second or third round. I'm, I'm cool with that pick now because we ended up getting the guy. I thought I thought we should have gotten the first round, the second round. So I'm cool with that pick. And that was a steal. Yeah, because he's playing very well for us. He might end up being a starter. Um, so far, what I've seen, well, as far as from John Gruden, you know, I, I always uh, bring up John Gruden and call him out names whenever he pisses me off. But uh, in all actuality, John Gruden actually he's he's actually done a very good job over there. If you really think about it, you know, he's an offensive coach. Our offense has been a top 10 offense, top between top 10, top 15 at, um, at the lowest. But the problems that have been the whole time is is the defense. So at this point, is the defense going to end up being good enough to the point where, again, at least I'll leave it like this. Last year we went 8-8, eight and, eight, and our defense was ranked number 29. We were the only team um, whose defense um, under um, under twenty six that uh, that had a win at least a, um, a, a winning record five hundred record. Yeah. Nobody else. Everybody else won three or four games. So if our defense was at least nineteenth, twentieth, it'll be it'll make a big difference. By the way, Kenzie says he's calling that Asante Samuel Jr. is going to be defensive rookie of the year if he stays healthy. No, he's not. We'll say that. We're, we'll say no, our predictions not. for. No, he is not. We'll say that for next. No. Week. No. Well, I, you, you don't I, ask me, I, don't I, ask, I understand why he said it, but no. Don't ask me that because you already know who my pick is. So yeah. So we'll y'all, that. y'all corner is most definitely better than him, but that, that's nothing against Santi Samuel. He's very good. Yeah. But um, from what I've seen with our draft picks, um, I really haven't got a chance to see our uh to see uh our uh, tackle yet. I'm not about to say his name because his name is crazy. So it is. Uh, um, but um, what from what I've seen from um Warwick, he's he's played very well. Still. Yeah. Most definitely, and um, Hobbs. I think his name is Hobbs. The uh, slot corner we got. He's actually played very well in the um, with uh, what's his name with Lawson being suspended for the first two games. They're saying he's going to be started for him, but they said he might end up just having a job for the rest of the year. Mm. So we may not have Nevin Lawson no more. We may end up cutting him after um, after the two games of, um, suspension, or he may get cut beforehand. What? So, um, for what I can see is if our defense can just be, I might ask for like a top ten, top five. I'm just just average. Defense play average. We got enough weapons on offense. We got um, the third best tight end in the league. He maybe end up being fourth after um, this year because hmm. because this dude from Atlanta is insane. Um, yeah, pause. He'll, he'll be on. But he'll, um, be on, he'll be on my watch list for the draft. Yeah, uh, I actually like uh, what I've seen from Henry Rugg so far. You know, he. Uh, I think I think they showed that he's uh, he's gained weight because I think he was like one seventy something at most last year. I think he's at like one eighty, close to one ninety now. So you know he, he has more um he has more NFL um, better NFL weight he's still fast, um I've actually I've also liked uh, Edwards, Our, um he's played very well he's he's healthy, so you know we have some weapons out there on the outside and I actually like the um addition of King and Drake a lot because that's gonna help us a whole lot because now all of a sudden Josh Jacobs he can rest now he have to worry about being just the main guy. Even though I don't trust um Alabama running backs like so, that. So what's your record? Don't get your hopes up. I know. <clears throat> What's your, what's your record? Um, I see us winning nine games. Okay. All right, and let's go on to the team who won the division last year, the reigning a- AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. 
Obviously, they revamped their O-line, trading for Orlando Brown Jr. They signed. They brought Kyle Long out of retirement. Um, so they weakness, they got better. Yeah, they signed Joe Tooney. That wasn't even really a weakness. They were just hurt. Creed Humphrey mm. from Oklahoma, they found him in the draft. My guy Trey Smith from Tennessee, they got him in the draft. Obviously, they're hoping to get a better production this year from Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Obviously, now, obviously, you still have Tyree Kill. You still have Travis Kelsey. And obviously, you have the half the half a billion dollar man, Patrick Mahomes. So, and they still have a suspect defense, which yeah. is still their problem. And that's going to be a question is, can Steve Spagnuolo get this defense at least middle of the pack? The same, that's pretty much the same problem with the uh, Knicks and the Raiders have. Yeah, except they have a better quarterback and better uh, receiving options. So, what do we think their record? Better t- uh, yeah, they do have the best tight end football, Paul. He may not be out there this year. Okay. Well, yeah, if, if Trey Lance plays and, and, All right. and Darren Waller, but we'll see. I think they'll probably obviously they're the they're the favorites to win the division. There's no no they secret should be. there. I think they'll probably they'll win them at least ten games, but we'll see. But ten, 10 at least they'll win at least at least ten games. They're so going they're going to win like about twelve. They're going to so win, they're ten, gonna win so. ten games in their first twelve. So yeah. What, so what ten? So we like twelve and five. Uh, I, thirteen and four. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. The only way, see, the thing that's gonna be um gonna be crazy about that is I don't see Kansas City losing. Outside of the division, that much, I think most of their losses going to be coming from within the division. Well, they open up the season at home against the Browns, so we'll, that's going to be an interesting game. Browns actually have a good formula to beat them. I don't know if they'll be able to yeah, do they it. Al- they almost, they almost did it. The referee didn't call a touchback on that. Oh man! They call a touchback on that on that on that fumble. With they wanted they wanted Mahomes versus Brady. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, whatever. Let's move over to the AFC to the NFC West. All right, so we got. So this move over to the NFC West, um, the toughest division in football. So let's start off with the team who's who. Um, I want to we start we start with the Cardinals. We want to start with the Niners. We're going to start with the Cardinals because they're going to be the worst team in their division next so year. So the Cardinals, they made a lot of moves this offseason. They nope. they signed JJ Watt. They signed AJ Green. They drafted Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. Um. They've re-signed Buda Baker. Obviously, they got DeAndre Hawkins coming back. And now the question is, can Cliff Kingsbury get this team into the playoffs? And the answer to me is going to be no. Man, they made a lot of moves to be number four. And by the way, Larry Fitzgerald is still unsigned. Man, what? He told um, Jim Gray on the radio show on Sirius, right now he doesn't feel like playing football. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Arizona Cardinals actually let this man leave the building? I think he's basically saying, okay, you're a free agent, but we're not going to – we're not going to – when you're ready, you call us. When, they're probably going to probably be in contact with him, but he's probably like, you know, I'm not – he's probably like, you know, I don't want to go to training camp. They still have Christian I'm, Kirk over there? Yes, they do. Man, if that if this would have been like about like four or five years ago, this team would have been crazy. So A.J. Green with, uh, <laughs> with DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt? And I'm I, over there with Chandler Jones. So we'll see what happens there. But I think, um, yeah, I think um, I don't. I think Larry Fitzgerald just probably don't want to go to training camp. So he's probably well, he'll be back probably in like a week. I don't think he just want to play. He probably. He, probably, he said no. He said it to Jim Gray that he really doesn't have the the hunger to play football right now. So and when you don't have that, you pretty much are halfway retired. Uh, that's what Charles Woodson said. He said one day uh, during the last season, he said, um, "Excited for a road trip." 
Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. He woke up and he was all like, man, I don't feel like playing today. He said that's when he knew he was like, it's over. He said he he said from the beginning he said whenever he had that feeling he knew that uh, playing football was over with him. So, At least he didn't quit halfway like you know Vontae Davis did. So what? Garbage, so what's man. what's their what's the record for them? I think they're they were eight and eight last year. So I say they're about the same. I say they're eight and nine. Let's move over to the 49ers. Obviously they made the big move trading up to get Trey Lance. Everyone thought it was going to be Mac Jones, but they get Trey Lance. They had a they was injury prone last year from Debo Samuel, where it was Raheem Moster, George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo. They had so many injuries. Literally everybody that was good on their team got hurt. Obviously, they now have a second year with Trent Williams at left tackle. They were bringing that defense back. And obviously, the question is going to be, who's going to be behind center? We expect Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to start the season, but how long is it before we see Trey Lance? He uh, has the fewest. 2023. You don't think he plays at all this No. Yes. I think he. I think he does. I don't think he plays this year because I don't think Jimmy uh, Garoppolo will do anything for him to lose his job. Don't matter. I think. I think Kyle Shanahan moved up with the reason to play this dude this year. You don't give up all them picks to sit him two or three years. I wouldn't be shocked when we don't see by week six. I think we see Trey Lance. If they are six and zero, oh, there's no way in the world, or even, not, bar, if, or even four, even four and two. There's bar, no way in the barring world. Barring like them being like. I don't think they, I don't think they play him if, even if they're three and three. I don't think they play him. I think so. I think I think they had they probably have to be flawless before, practically flawless before they you know not say that Trey Lance is going to be see the field this year. The only way Jimmy Garoppolo loses his starting job right now is if he does anything that is not that what he usually does in his game. If he just plays his game. And be the game manager, and they and don't do anything to make the team lose. There's no reason for them to make the change. I understand why they drafted the young dude because they need somebody for the future. Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is up what, like two years? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why I said I think next year be the year you see Trey Lance because I think that's when you see the um, you start seeing the quarterback about like okay, now it's it's just like with uh with Mahomes, you know. You you already got the guy up over there that's uh, gonna be the veteran gonna be good for this year. All right, maybe like do um, like they did um, Mahomes uh, rookie year. He plays the last game, you know. You get to, um, to see what's going on. Then once the playoffs happen, they're probably gonna end up losing. And then like all right, now it's your time to shine. I see why you say that, but I, I, see. I, I, I still got Lance playing uh, yeah, playing think, this year. I think he plays this year too. Let's move on Trey to area. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, the first yeah, his first touchdown. You had the announcers yelling, Trey area. I'm like, wow. Can we, can that we, was 
Scar. Let's slow, let's, slow, let's, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let him let him play a, a regular season game before we start nicknaming parts of the Bay. Um, the Rams are are now, huh? The Bay Area. Oh. So wait, what what, what we got for their record? I got them. I need. Uh, to, I got them ten to seven. That's why I, I do too. Ten to seven. I got them eleven to six. Eleven to six. I can see that. I can see it too. I got, I got them going second in the division. Well, this team. Spoiler alert. My bad. Third. Sorry. Okay. So the Rams are now. On on the clock now, so now they made the big move trading for Matthew Stafford, sending Jared Goff to Detroit for along with two ones and a third. Now they have their quarterback. There's no excuses for Sean McVay, in my opinion. I I think they have what it takes to win this division. I think we're finally going to see Matthew Stafford in some meaningful football games because we didn't get to see it in Detroit often. Obviously, the news they lose Cam Akers with the torn Achilles, which was a total, which is a total. That's a that's a that's a bad loss. loss. And then they found out yesterday that Daryl Henderson sprained his thumb in practice, but they said that's day to day. So we don't know who's going to be, you know, in the backfield for Stafford. But I think they're gonna probably going to sign another running back before the season starts because they don't like playing veterans in the preseason anyway. So they was going to sign a running back. They was going to wait till they down to the final fifty three. Yeah, I'm about to say, there's a, a couple of few uh, running backs available. That's pretty good, too. Rams house number one, Super Bowl bound 2022. That is from my daughter's mother, Shana. Oh, boy. She's a Rams fan. As we... I'm sorry to hear that. Go ahead. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a truce with her, so I'm not saying nothing about her. Okay. She says, yeah, Mark said it's a truce. Yeah. Pete, come in peace. Uh, until another L.A. team wins in a uh, Super Bowl in L.A., the Raiders still run L.A. Well, wow. Well, that, they said that on Saturday night with the stands. Um, yeah, they sure did, and let, um, it, let it be known. Um, but like I said, I think I think like I said, I think there's oh. a lot of pressure on McVay. Won't be this year. Yeah, she said, "Watch it, Nick." <laughs> 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 so, um, uh, so, so let's look at like I said, I think there's a lot on McVay. Everyone's putting a lot of pressure on Stafford, but I think it's time for McVay and Leslie. You trade all these picks. You're always in go for it mode, which I can respect at, for an organization. But now it's time y'all have to get back to the Super Bowl. Obviously, y'all got there with Gurley and Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods. No Cooper Cup. You traded for Tlaib and signed Sue and Marcus Peters. You had John Johnson and and and, and the whole crew. But you lose John Johnson and Troy Hill to Cleveland. That's oh, I can't believe they didn't re-sign him. I thought that, that was, was crazy. Obviously, they re-signed Leonard Floyd. Um, the O-line, we're hoping in the O-line. The O-line is going to be the question. Andrew Whitworth, we know he's getting he's old. older. He's almost – I think he's 40 now. He should be 40. Well, he's older than his coach, which is crazy. But um, half the team is older than his coach. So the question now is can they win the division? I think they have the takes to win the division, but I think it's going – McVay just needs to not try to prove he's the smartest guy in the room and just go ahead and coach. This is where you, they're calling you the boy genius, just like with Shanahan. Now you have your quarterback. Time to get the job done. I think they're going twelve and five personally. I think they're they're my favorite spoiler alert to win the division. And we'll talk about that when we make our Super Bowl picks in a couple of weeks. But I have them but I think they're gonna be the team that you're gonna look out. But the team this up that that won the division last year. Is I won it again. The Seattle so. the Seattle oh, Seahawks. I don't either. I think Seahawks will be third. And now we out we knew all the drama with Russell Wilson. He gave his agent gave the Seahawks a list if he was going to get traded to teams where he would go. One was Knicks Raiders, um, but um, 
I don't. I still don't think that they're they're that is all clear. I know they resigned Jamal Adams, but they still ain't resigned Dwayne Brown. And Russell's been very clear; he wants his left tackle to get his money as well. Obviously, they brought back Chris Carson. They're gonna have to eventually get a deal done with DK Metcalf. They resigned Tyler Lockett. Obviously, the def the O line still looks a little suspect. Like I said, they haven't paid Dwayne Brown. Defense this isn't the Legion of Boom no more. Those days are long gone. And Bobby Wagner's the last man still standing, but. I don't think I, – what do y'all think with the Seahawks? Um, I still think somehow the Seahawks win the division. I don't know how, but they they somehow always figure out a way to win at least 10, 10 or 11 games. I got the Seahawks winning nine games. I got them winning nine this year? I think they no. take a step back as well. I think I, I got them winning nine. And I got the Rams winning 10, and I got 49ers winning 11. So – we didn't do this last week. We we been making predictions on who's going to lead the NFL in certain categories. We forgot to do the receivers last year, last week. Mm-hmm. So we'll do it this week, and then next week we'll do the the defensive, like the you know QB sacks, tackles for loss, interceptions, and all that. And then the following week we'll make our Super Bowl picks. So who leads the NFL? And for the record, all these stats last year was led by one person, and that was Stephon Diggs of Mark's Bills. Exception to touchdowns, that was Devontae Adams. Mark, is your boy going back to back? No. Who leads the NFL in receptions this year? Um, mm. That's gonna be tough. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is gonna be a, a shocker. I got uh, Odell. Wow. I don't think they pass the ball enough for him to get um, the lead the league in receptions. All right, just watch. So Mark says Odell. Not Buddha. Who do you think? Uh. You know something? I might go DeAndre Hopkins. I can see that. Because I think they're going to be passing the ball a whole lot up over there. I think that's the only thing they can do up over there is pass the ball. I was thinking DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want to repeat. So, I'm going to say person that leads the NFL in receptions. Ah, man. Ooh. I know I, know I could have said. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown. I think he's going to get a – Julio's going to get a lot of double teams this year in Tennessee. So I'm and gonna, there's going to be a lot of eight in the box too. Yeah, so I'm I'm going with A.J. Brown. Um, who leads the NFL in receiving yards? The cat from Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Justin uh, – I was going to say – I was going to choose him for uh, receptions. Of her, that's problem. what I was just thinking about. Yeah, but, I, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I think he'll go with yards. Mm-hmm. So you, you think Justin Jefferson too? Wow, that's a good one, Justin Jefferson. And then last year, like I said that was also the Stephon Diggs last year. Yards? Hmm? Oh boy! So obviously, no Michael Thomas. I'm gonna go D Hop on this one. I'm gonna go D Hop. Okay, and then who leads the league in touchdowns? Last year it was. I'm, it going, was, I'm going with the repeat. You going Devontae Adams? I'm going repeat offender. Yeah, because that's the only person that Aaron Rodgers is gonna look for for a touchdown. So you saying Adams too? I know we. I know our guy Ben Fair isn't a fan of this guy. I'm going Adam Thielen. He was actually third in touchdowns. He's third in red zone touchdowns last. Adam Thielen gets a lot of touchdowns. He's a red zone target. I've, I've had I've had him on my uh, fantasy football team before. He gets a lot of touchdowns. So those are are receiving. The next week we'll preview who's going to be the top on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. So now, gentlemen. 
Let's go ahead and our final segment, as we do is often imitated. It's never duplicated. Oh, B got to do it. Go ahead, B. Ready? Get ready to fire up that, fire up that that track as we get ready to call out some names, ladies and gentlemen. Final segment of the show, and then we'll be heading on out of here. We'll preview what we got next week. I will leave this segment off. All right. I only have one person on my list this week, and I, you know, I pretty much hinted to you guys who it was earlier in the week. And I hate to talk bad about former Lakers, but I got to call out my man Michael Thompson. Bruh. So last week, so every Wednesday, Michael Thompson does a fill-in spot. Shout out Tree Top Radio in the building. Um, oh man, I said Tree Top Radio. You know, man. Yeah, we know you, John. Shut up, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Michael Thompson, he does a he fill he um, co-hosts every Wednesday on Mason and Island here in LA on 710 ESPN. He said when he was doing local radio in the Portland area, because, you know, he's a former Portland Trailblazer as well, former number one, number one overall pick. He said back in 2000 that he thought that Michigan quarterback Tom Brady could have been a first-round pick. I repeat, Michael Thompson, two-time NBA champion, former number one overall pick, former Laker, Laker commentator now, said – no, he's not a Hall of Famer. Hell no. Uh, his, his son's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, said that he, in 2000, he was saying that one Thomas Brady from Michigan should have been a first-round pick. Thomas Edward Brady? That, yes. That guy? Yeah, that guy. The guy who has now seven – who was taken in the sixth round and the 199th pick by New England Patriots. Won six Super Bowls there and just won his seventh with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. No, he did not. Let me be perfectly clear. I got this one after you finish. Nobody knew who Tom Brady. Look, we knew Tom Brady was. He wasn't even. He was. He was a backup to Brian Greasy, and then he was a backup to Drew Henson. I don't even think Tom Brady knew who Tom Brady was. So how the how in the world that Michael Thompson was the only one who saw that Tom Brady should have been a first round pick? Nick, what you got to say on that? Go ahead, man. Come on, man. How in the world? By the way, Steve Mason said that was WBS. Put station, that's the station yes. he said that oh, on. Oh, I'm about to. Ooh, man, I'm glad man, this. Oh, man, man. I'm about, about to say something crazy. Man. Come on, so, man. So, um, he. Ask my please. I got you. So, he, he <laughs> actually watched Tom Brady's combine workout and actually thought that he was going to be a first round pick. What did Tom Brady do at uh, Michigan? Now, I can't Back remember. Drew Henson. Went on Rose Bowl behind Whoa. The, the career of Charles Woodson. All I got to say is, if you thought that Tom Brady was a first-round quarterback when these numerous respected people in the league didn't even have him as a top-four-round pick, not even the top four rounds, and you thought he was a first-round pick, you, my friend, should have played the lottery that day. So that's you, all I have to say. I, I hate people who can say, "Yeah, I knew this was gonna happen." Ain't, like, ain't no, ain't no type of evidence of you saying nah, that at all. There's nah. no way. Nobody thought. Nobody thought that. Anybody but, else, John? By the way, Michael Thomas also said that Tim Tebow, Vince Young, Johnny Manziel, and RG3 were gonna be great quarterbacks as well. You think he, he, he was only right about one of them. RG3 could have been a good one. Injuries, injuries, injuries killed him in confidence, and now he's loading because obviously now he's. He was the one who said that Lamar Jackson should have been the second pick in the draft. Yeah, I'll slow down. 
Who, who are the quarterbacks in that draft? That was Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, jo- Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar. He should have got drafted before uh, Josh Rosen. Yeah, he. That's that's only. I mean, he wasn't going in the top five. No, let's be clear. No. He would. That's. I don't I believe guess. anything he said because he's bad at picking quarterbacks. But anyway, you got anybody else, uh, John? I'm done. What about you? What about you, Mark? Nick? Go ahead, Mark. Paul Pierce. Uh-oh. Oh boy! Oh boy! What did Paul Pierce do? By the way, he he said year, year this is year nineteen. Yes, nineteen for LeBron. If he don't win a championship this year, this is uh, go take away from his legacy. Did he say that last year too? Before he got fired by ESPN? I got a I got a question, and I might even do that. But I got a question. Year nineteen was we questioning Kobe's legacy? No. Kobe barely played in year nineteen. When 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 well, Jordan, he, he was playing the first, then he got hurt. When That's Jordan, what I'm saying. Like he got hurt. That's what I'm saying. Like when when Jordan went to Washington, did that hurt his legacy? No. People people barely talk about it. Why is it that only LeBron That's have, because, the, have these type of things? Because these dudes been dudes been wanting to say it about Jordan, but they don't, but they don't have the you know what to say. So now that LeBron, so now they feel like they can say it about LeBron because we live in the social media age. Man, I guarantee you, Carl Malone. Holds a grudge against Jordan. Isaiah, but see, the difference between that is Carl Malone had no problem saying it when he was playing, too. Yeah. If he had a problem with you, even though I can't stand uh, Carl Malone as a person, but if he if he had an issue with something, he most definitely had no problem saying it or issue with someone. That's one thing I can say about Carl Malone. That's about it. I can't um, talk about this because I got to go to work. Yeah, I don't want to talk about him no more. No. Yeah. Um... We'll talk about that in a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me see that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Okay, Steph, where's mom? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, Paul Pierce, you and Kevin Garnett are acting like a bunch of bitter uh, old women. I didn't even think bring up KG, but yeah. That's, that's exactly what y'all acting like. You, y'all are so obsessed with LeBron, and LeBron and all that serenity did not does not care about y'all at all. Not we one don't. bit. Not one bit. You you guys were a small stepping stone in his career. You 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 think that you were the one that broke up um that broke um his spirit in Cleveland. No, he was already on his way up out of there. If, if everybody paid attention to what was going on that year, there was rumors all year that LeBron was gonna leave. Pick me. Yes. What did LeBron do his first year? He had help against Boston. Dogged him. Get get out of here. Next. Dogged him. Exactly. They were done in five games. Dogged them. As a matter of way, fact, Le- LeBron broke them up. By the way, people forget LeBron took them to game seven by himself. Look. And had like 45. LeBron beat them so bad, they all ran and teamed up with Darren Williams and Joe Johnson over there at the and Nets. still couldn't beat LeBron. And still couldn't beat them. And, Le- and Ray Allen said, yeah, I'm, I'm going that way. Uh, I'm going to we, went, we went with Paul Pierce and they, uh, got, Casey, traded they got traded up over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah remember they have – they're supposed to be the 10 of us who stop – they supposed to be the team to stop Miami. You know they got Darren Williams, Joe Johnson. They signed um, Andre Karolinko. They had uh, uh, what's his name, Brooke Lopez up over there. Oh, they were supposed to be the team to stop him. Kevin Garnett. By no. the way, they weren't even. By the way, Joe Johnson was the best player on that team. By the he way. sure was. Uh, do y'all remember when uh, Joe Johnson made Paul Pierce look like he was a? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Don't even go there. Hey, hey he's you like, know. okay, you gonna you gonna reach, huh? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna go this way. I'm gonna go this way. Oh no, I'm gonna stay right here. Yeah, game. Hey, you remember that time that uh, Kobe beat the brakes off of um, Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen so bad they ran to Boston? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no one talks about Where that. Where that bomb at? No one talks about that. By the way, KG, you, you're wrong for what you, you're wrong with what you did the other day on social media. You know that, right? What do you do? So he posts a picture 
of all of the you know him them three the big three and Rondo because obviously the news comes out that KG's gonna get his jersey retired in Boston this year. He recrops the picture without Ray Allen. That's a that's a woman move. He really that's is. all I got to say. Go ahead. So go ahead. Then who you got calling on names? Um, I had somebody. I had somebody for calling on that. I think <laughs> I think <laughs> it was no, <laughs> well <clears throat> Raiders. Oh yeah. So John Gruden, you're back on calling out names. Drop you mean to tell bit. me? Drop that bomb real fast. It, it hit the music. In the NFL, I'm pretty sure they have this same rule that you had when you were a kid. No givebacks. Don't go back over there asking for who mm. you just traded away. Uh, you traded away a franchise pass rusher, one of the best pass rushers in the league. Mm. You traded him away because you didn't want to pay him. Mm. Okay, stand by that. Don't go back and ask the team, hey, is he available now, guys? Is, I have a, I want to ask a question. Hey, B, can you mute me real quick? Everybody? <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That, <laughs> so exactly, that would have been crazy. Exactly, but, um, exactly, what, exactly what he was. Exactly what he that's was, exactly too. what happened, though. So, you can go cut the music back on. <laughs> Sorry, so, guys. You good. So, John Gruden, Mike Mayock, y'all are y'all making y'all sound like laughing stocks in the league. Already, It's already bad enough everybody laughing at us behind other situations that's going on up over there. I ain't going to talk about it right now because I want to get canceled. And um, But this right here doesn't help anything. Why? Why? What was the purpose? So let it go. So let it go, bro. Go ahead. Move on to the next person. Let's move on to the next person. Let it go. Man, this is this is ridiculous. I'm I'm over now. Okay. And that's all, all right. I have for calling right. out names. I thought you was gonna call out the other person. Who? Well, 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 call it the cut the beat. I thought you were gonna call out Nerns Noel. Oh my god. <laughs> I almost forgot about him. Nerns so, Noel. You got you're mad because you feel as if Rich Paul cost you seventy cost you seventy million dollars. Yeah, I saw that. The world. Go ahead. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that you think that Rich Paul cost you money? Have you seen the deals that Rich Paul has made for lesser players than you? You turned down seventy million from the. You members. turned the money down. He didn't tell you to turn the money down. You did. Rich Paul been getting every single person that he represents overpaid, not just paid, overpaid. Ask KCP. He gets people paid. And you mean to tell me that you think that you want to sue this guy because you made a stupid decision? Man, get up out of here. And ladies and gentlemen, that's calling out names. Clown. All right, we're going to head on out of here. Next week, we're going to talk a little fantasy football. We're going to talk. We're going to recap um, who we think will win some divisions. We're going to also talk about who's going to be the top defensive Stat leaders in the NFL season, who's going to lead the league in sacks, interceptions, tackles for loss, tackles, period. We'll do all that next week. Once again, so glad to have Mark back in the, in the booth tonight. Most definitely. I, know I appreciate you guys for being patient. Yeah, man. Showing yeah. love, man. All day. We got no, we got no rules tomorrow night? Uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Just make sure y'all following on socials. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Um. By the way, we're doing our fantasy draft this Saturday, right? Yes. We're going to, when I'm working on something, we'll see, we, we'll recap our fantasy draft this weekend. Myself, Mark, 
Nick, my boy Ben Fair, all the other stuff, homies. We're doing our fantasy draft to see who's gonna win the Tom Brady's the Goat League. I don't know why Justin calls it that because he's a Patriots fan. Yeah, but shout out to Justin. You know what I'm saying, shout out to Minnesota. Um, we're gonna head on out of here again. Make sure you hit that like button on Facebook and on YouTube, Townhouse Media, it Sports for You podcast on all social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Sports Review Podcast, Townhouse Media Now. Make sure you download, subscribe on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and Verbal. Always. And make sure, you know, leave comments. Hit us up. You can find all our personal so- social media accounts in our bio. So we'll be back here next week. This has been episode 63. This is Mamba Day 2.0. Once again, I'm John. That's Mark. Yo, what up? It's Nick Freeze. What it do, what it do. Been ready. And once again, Mamba out, but not forgotten. R.P. Kobe. See y'all next week. Peace. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.